Relationships, day six. If you're looking for more than just another post, I encourage you to skim over the other parts of the Bible study page, beginning with the pour out, and then return after you finish listening to complete the transition. For now, I'll pick up here with the beans or the background. In today's portion of John, we hear Jesus share how it is we are to love our people. The verse, John chapter 15, verse 12. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. The steam, what does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? I'm currently in a women's Bible study at our church that meets on Thursday mornings. The beautiful thing about it is they offer childcare and free coffee. Yes, it's literally heaven on earth. Anyways, the nursery is kept in the room directly across the hall from the room where we hold our Bible study. So yes, you can hear all the cries, all the screams, and all the giggles. The thing is, though, whenever we hear a cry or scream, we pause. And without hearing any names or seeing any children, mothers instinctively know whether or not it's their child who is crying. If you've ever worked closely with young children, you know what I mean. You begin to pick up on their cues. This cry means hungry, and that cry means they're tired. It's the same, better in fact, with God. As his precious children, he knows our needs and desires even more intuitively than we know those of our children. In loving our people the way he does, we are called to meet their needs. However, since we aren't God, we have to love them with a little help. I mean, we're not mind readers after all. In order for us to know what our people's needs are, we've got to ask them. And in order for our people to love us the way that we need, we've got to share with them as well. A dear friend shared about a practice his daughter and her husband started doing each week. Every weekend, they find the time to sit down and have a conversation where they share with one another both how their spouse loved them well that week in an area where they could use a little more help the following week. For example, they might say, you loved me so well when you told me how proud of me you were on Tuesday. That really meant a lot. But I could use a little more help with the dishwasher next week. Now, can't you just imagine the number of annoyed sighs, frustrated comments, and full-out fights this type of conversation could prevent? If you sat down with your spouse at the start of each week to calmly say, hey, next week's going to be really rough for me, I could really use a little extra help. Jimmy and I try to remember to do this often, and I can tell you that the weeks when we remember to have the conversation, they go far better than the weeks when we don't. Because the truth is, so often we subconsciously expect our people to just know what we're thinking how we're feeling, and what we need. And that's really not fair. It's not that they don't love us or don't want to help. It's simply that they didn't know. It may seem cheesy to have these type of conversations with your spouse, especially every week. However, if you do make the effort to share what it is you need and begin thanking them for how they loved you well, it becomes a habit. It becomes natural to quickly share how you're feeling and what you need in an unoffensive way before tensions run high, and it allows them the opportunity to love you better and better every day.